Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to another episode of the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 32. In this podcast, we combine analytics with the good old eye test. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Surtop, the data scientist. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. And oh man, these are exciting weeks. Double Game Week 22 has just finished with the Man United game now close to an end as we are recording here today on a Wednesday evening. And Double Game Week 23 is ahead of us. And in the near future, we'll also have Game Week 25, which we were calling a blank Game Week before, but now we can call it a double one as well. So yeah, it doesn't get much more exciting than this, I would say. What can you tell us about your excitement level, Sirtop? Well, I have played FPL long enough to keep my expectations low, so I don't get disappointed at the end, Buzz. I'm cautiously optimistic, I will say, but (laughs) how about you? You You're having a fantastic game week. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, maybe you can tell from uh, the excitement in in, in my voice. I'm quite (laughs) excited, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, no, I'm uh, the first game week of the season above 100 points. Uh, tonight, another Rashford goal, my triple captain. I think I mentioned it last week in the podcast, saying that, you know, I think there were enough reasons to put the chip uh, or to put the, 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 the armband on him with the triple captain chip. So that's what I did. And tonight, I also had uh, Nonto in my team from Leeds, who also mm-hmm. scored a goal. Uh, but yeah, on the other hand, I had the Gea in, 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 uh, in the goal. So yeah, he lost another clean sheet. So I'm not so happy with that, with the Gea, but overall, <laughs> I cannot complain. And uh, yeah, I mean, this can be quite intense. I mean, you know, we all had a plan, um, or I think most of us had a plan to navigate the the blanks coming up. But now suddenly we need to look at it again. I need to consider how we can also have sufficient double game week players. And of course, I'm talking now about uh, game week 25, which is still a little bit uh, away from us. But, you know, we need to keep it in mind. Uh, Yeah, and as mentioned, I'm happy how my triple captainship uh, worked out. Um, I think we couldn't have asked for a better start in the game on uh, Saturday, I think it was, where United got an early penalty against Crystal Palace and Rashford maybe a bit lucky getting the assist points for it. So, you know, that took the pressure away from us triple captainers. Uh, After that, he added a goal, a couple of bonus points, and then tonight another goal. So, yeah. I don't think we can complain with that. Uh, but Surtop, I think you didn't play the chip, right? Um, so how do you think about that now? And do you know already when you will play it? Okay, before I answer that, well, Bas is being modest, everyone. So he he is currently on 108 points this game week, <laughs> and which brings his overall rank from 1.4 million to 700k. Oh, so, yeah, 744k. Yeah, 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 I checked yeah. it. And my rank is moving from 1.1 million to 1 million. <laughs> what a great <laughs> movement. So, Buzz, I, I think this is the first time you're passing me this season, right? This season, I think so, yeah. But it was about time. I mean, uh, <laughs> it was you know, time. a bit ashamed to be above a million. But it's been a difficult <laughs> season. You see many managers, or let's say... Uh, a lot of good managers who are still above a million, strangely enough. Um, like so, yeah, but anyway, yeah. maybe it shows that you should never <laughs> give up. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Well, uh, for triple captain, I was strongly considering to use it uh, this game week on Haaland, but I might wait for game week 25 to use on Salah, the double blank game week. Well, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter if I finish at 700k or 1.5 million or even like 4 million anyway. So I think yeah. my thinking is I might go for a differential triple captain. If both of them are around the same expected value, then I can go for the riskier option. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will decide towards the deadline, though. I might just, you know, play it safe and then use it on Holland. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think those are good points. And I think, yeah, as we said last week, already then, you know, there was one consideration uh, to hold on to the triple captain chip. As we already knew that there could be more double game weeks, uh, which still had to be announced, which which happened now, uh, yesterday. Um, so, yeah, that happened. Um, and indeed, Liverpool double game week. Um, I'm not sure if a lot of people get excited about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, Salah is still, of course, a quality player. So there is mm -hmm. definitely still a case to be made to put the, the armband on him. And as you said, it could be a great differential if it works out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll have a busy period ahead of us. Also today, a busy episode. Um, a lot of the managers uh, are facing some difficult planning decisions. First of all, who to have in the team for the upcoming double game week. Uh, and at the same time, we talked about it already, also consider game week 25 as well. As for any transfer that you're making now, you should consider which teams are blanking and doubling in the near future. So with the new doubles announced for that game week, I saw some people now starting to talk about potentially free hitting that week even which is a scenario that most of us were planning to avoid before. Let's talk about that one a bit later. And of course, we'll also be answering several Twitter questions as usual. Sertal, I suppose the, 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 the simplest way to answer all the planning questions is to just look at the solver and uh, see what the optimized team looks like at the moment. Could you share that with us? Sure. Uh, the first team I will mention is uh, using 0.95 DK. So I increase the DK base, meaning that I don't penalize long-term planning that aggressively. And so okay. this is the team, this is the optimal team for no scheduled transfers. We have Ederson in goal, Gabriel right. Dunk, Alexander-Arnold, and Trippier in defense. Odegaard, mm -hmm. Saka, Mitoma, Salah in midfield, and Mitrovic and Haaland in forward. Okay. In bench, we have Ward, Bailey, Calvert-Levin, and Tarkovsky. All right. Okay. Interesting. And if we allow transfers, this time the same DK base. Uh, and by mm -hmm. the way, I'm using FPR Reviews Premium data for this. Uh, we have Ederson okay. in goal, Gabriel, Dunk, Alexander-Arnold, uh, Botman. So that's, that's a change. Uh, Odegaard, yeah. Saka, Mitoma, De Bruyne. So instead of Salah, we have De Bruyne here. Yeah. We have Darwin and Holland. So as you see, it replaces Mitrovic with Darwin. And mm -hmm. we have the same bench. And there are some scheduled transfer in this one. So in game week 24, so it just uses De Bruyne. But one game week later, it buys Salah right. uh, for yeah. game week 25 yeah. uh, preparation. In game week 25, it sells Ederson and buys Pickford. Okay. Darwin becomes Watkins in 26. 
Tarkovsky, Tarkovsky becomes Trippier in 27, Alexander-Arnold becomes Char, and finally, in last two game weeks, it's Sal Salah, buys Fernandez, and finally sells Calvert-Levin in 30, and buys Kane instead. So okay. this is the full like transfer plan. Uh, yeah, obviously yeah. it is more risky uh, because you are not yeah right not leaving any room. One transfer, one transfer each week basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, interesting. I think yeah, some popular teams which we know at the moment like Brighton, Arsenal of course, uh, Newcastle. Interesting mm-hmm. that the, the the solver keeps picking Liverpool because I think mm-hmm. a lot of the eye test managers are you know kind of uh, staying away from that. Um, Alexander Arnold's quite expensive, and yeah, they're not keeping clean sheets. Um, and the same for Salah, quite expensive at this and at the moment not returning. But yeah, I mean, future game weeks don't look too bad, so you you could still keep some faith in it <laughs> but i think a lot of people gave up on it to be honest well yeah i i understand yeah you're staying faithful that's that's yeah good. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah and i think it's also interesting that for the first time i think this season we're seeing everton players calvert Lewin, tarkovsky yeah. So there was a Sean Dyche effect already on the pitch, and now we also see it in the data, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, while talking about optimal plans, I mentioned that some people are considering to play the free hit in uh, game week 25, as you know, now we have some blanks and we have some doubles. And I think the reason is that for the doubles, some of the teams, you know, they look good for that week, but you don't want to keep. Uh, those players for too much longer so for such scenario of course a free hit is is ideal mm-hmm. um, and yeah, do you see that also in, in your strategy or let's say in the optimal plans do you think free hit is a, is, is a good idea for game week 25 free hit 25 makes sense if you are gaining over 20 points net I will say mm-hmm. if you need to take lots of hits I mean one hit maybe not so much but if you are taking two hits or more like even like three hits four hits yeah then free hit is definitely an option and might be a good one too uh, because yeah. then i believe you are gaining over 20 points so that you can spend it because there's this trade-off like you can either decide now that you will use free hit and then do all of all of your transfers and plans based on that which will give you yeah. a you know you you will have a better time but if you decide to not to play it this game week then you need to leave it for later and the the problem with that is you don't know really how many points you can get in future so that people are trying to just compare whether free hit 25 makes sense or would i get more points or expected value at a later game week it's hard to compare to be honest because even if you are using a prediction data uh, we know that prediction data gets uh, less accurate as as time goes by, in right. in the sense that we are more more or less sure about game week twenty three's expected values, but not so much sure about twenty eight or thirty. No. Let's say, yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, I'm not considering free hit twenty five because I'm in a really good position uh, with my free transfers. I'm able to get like six players who will double in twenty five, 
Yeah. And I will be able to also have two free transfers by 26, which is in a great which is a great position to be in. But yeah. so I'm kind of thinking about free hit 28 uh, during that okay. blank game week. But right. I, I haven't actually checked um no. in detail to see if it's the optimal or not. And okay. then I'm as I mentioned, I'm thinking of using my wild card between 30 and 33, and then hopefully bench yeah. boost in 34. Yeah. Triple captain sometime, maybe 25. <laughs> and yeah. I, I'm just hoping that I can finish within top 1 million. <laughs> but <that's laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I have something similar in mind, I think. I mean, game week 25, I don't like the double game weeks that much. Um, so. Same like you, I think I will just try to have 11 players with a few doubles uh, and then uh, I'll keep my free hit for later. We also received a question from um, SJFPL mm -hmm. uh, specifically about using the free hits. Um, you mentioned in previous episodes as well that you have that kind of threshold of 20 points for a, a good free hit. Mm -hmm. And SJ was asking on Twitter whether you mean that an EV or you mean it as a net gain as objective score. So I think you might have to explain a bit what he means and uh, okay. <laughs> what yeah, your sure. answer is. <laughs> sure. So when we are using prediction data, so obviously you might be familiar with we are projecting Salah to get, let's say, seven expected points or projected points which means that in average he will get seven points that's ev and then but however when you are optimizing it if you just use these values as is it might take you down a path where you will lose um short-term ev just so that you can earn enough expected value in let's say five game weeks of time so you kind of don't want that so that we use a DK, meaning that we penalize future game weeks. So when you use that DK expected value, we calculate the objective score, which is essentially what we are trying to optimize in optimization. But after you optimize it, you can also check what's the expected value without DK. Mm -hmm. So he was asking, when I say 20 points, am I referring to that expected value without DK or mm -hmm. objective score, which which already has the DK expected value or projected points? Okay. Um, I'm referring to the objective score, but 20 okay. EV for free hits, for example, that threshold should be also penalized with DK. So it's not 20 EV I'm earning... Mm you know, in game week 25 or 28, whenever you are planning to use it, you need to penalize the, the same 20. Uh, for example, if you are thinking of using your free hit in 28, yeah. in the objective score, the difference should be around 6.55. Uh, that much of a difference is enough because that difference means that you will have 20 EV in lineup points anyway. Mm. So... So it's kind of the same thing in a way, but yeah. people ask me about, you know, when it is optimal to use these chips uh, right. all the time, it is yeah. kind of hard to assess. I mean, we can use objective score, but even my 20 points threshold 
is based mm -hmm. on previous seasons. It doesn't mean mm -hmm. that when you use your free hit this season, you will get 20 points. That's kind of no. my threshold, hoping that yeah. if I keep my free hit, there will be a point where I will gain 20 points. That's that's the meaning of that threshold. Yeah. So if you know that it is good for you to use that free hit in 28 or 29 or 25, whichever uh, is good yeah. for you, then it is much better to just fix that chip in your solver and then solve it and try not to uh, develop too much on the difference, like decimal point difference in the objective score or whether you mm -hmm. hit the threshold or not. Because it gets messy, it gets complicated and people get obsessed about that small differences. Mm -hmm. I will say it doesn't matter if it sounds good you, to you as a plan. Because right. we really don't know which one will turn out optimal, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. we even don't know which one will turn out optimal, even from a projected points uh, point of view. Because those points will change as we get closer to the game weeks. For example, after 26 deadline, we will know about 29 fixtures, which will impact... Uh, the expected value you will get from 29. Uh, there is no right. way for you to calculate like whether the free hit 29 will be better or free hit 25 yeah. will be better because we simply don't know the fixtures yet. No, no, we still lack some information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. Um, and thank you, FPL SJ, or I should say SJ FPL, for your question. Um, and we'll continue with some of the other twi Twitter questions we received. Um, so yeah, let's go back or let's stick to game week 25, I should say. Um, as I said, I mean, you know, we're not there yet. Game week 23 is uh, coming up first, but we should keep it in mind for our planning. And we had a question from CJV91 on Twitter about how many Liverpool assets we should consider having for that week. Um, so yeah, as I said, I mean, you need to consider that with your transfers, especially as a lot of us probably at the moment have maybe zero or maybe one Liverpool player. So if you want to add more for that double game week, you should already, um, um plan for it for the next couple of weeks. So yeah, what's your plan, Surtop? And what do you think? How many Liverpool players should we have for double game week 25? Yeah, models seem to, I mean, stay models like Liverpool, we know that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. besides Arsenal, which probably like almost everyone have three players already. Yeah. So Liverpool is the most, well, I will say logical choice. People will, some people will disagree, but I'm, I, I'm planning to have three uh, Liverpool players by Game Week okay. 25. Yeah. But... Well, also, uh, I also checked different models like Fantasy Football Fix, Fantasy Football Hub, Scout, FBI Reviews, Premium, Free Models, Market Odds Models. In all of them, Salah has the top EV for 25. But then okay. two Arsenal players come almost in every model, at least two. Yeah. And then comes either Darwin or Alexander-Arnold. Ellison and Robertson was also in top five in Market Odds. Yeah. Well, if you don't have any, try to get Salah one way or another is my recommendation yeah. because models love Salah. Mm -hmm. 
Other than that, I think it depends on your team. Because, I mean, Liverpool mm. SS are also not super cheap, so... No, it depends that if makes you it can. difficult, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think especially in the defense, I think most of us went away a bit from the premium defenders. So to bring yeah. back Trent is now quite difficult. Mm-hmm. But Salah, on the other hand, should be a bit easier, maybe. I think uh, we all have still one premium spot, either yeah. KDB. A lot of us now went to uh, to Bruno. So maybe you can make it work to, to switch to, to Salah for game week 25. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, yeah, let's bring it back to the game week that is ahead of us, game week 23. And Arsenal will have a double game week. Uh, the league leaders, even though they lost this week against Everton. Um, so yeah, a frequent question from everyone is which Arsenal players should we have in our teams? And especially, I think, for many managers who own Martinelli, like myself, uh, would it make sense to make a lateral switch for example, from Martinelli to Saka. Um, and we received that question also from Christian Westgard on Twitter. Um, so if you have been following models, you might have noticed that Martinelli's minutes are like looking not looking that good. <laughs> it is no. like 66 uh, expected mo- minutes this game week in reviews model. And then it mm. goes down to 61 in 25 and then 57 in 28. So it goes mm. down a little bit. So there's also part of the DK uh, here yeah. because review already penalizes these minutes because they are not certain in the future. But yeah. if you check the EV difference between Martinelli and Saka, there is almost 11 points over like six game weeks. It is pretty uh, significant. So, yeah. I mean... Players to own from Arsenal is mainly Saka, Odegaard, Niketia, and Gabriel. These are the top choices. So, right. uh, would a lateral switch from Martinelli Saka for a hit is acceptable? It depends on your team and it depends if you can actually use that transfer for something better. But for this game week alone, the difference is not enough because 9.8 EV for Saka, 7.2 for Martinelli. But if you, well, since you will also keep Saka in game week 25 too, where they they double again. So 11 point difference, you are getting a minus four. I will say yes, but yeah, yeah, with the asterisk next to it. Yeah, you need to probably, you need a solver to evaluate it better. Okay. How about All right. Do you think? Yeah, well, sharing. Thanks for sharing the information about the minutes, and I think yeah, we could see that also. Ah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, we, we talked about the risk now with uh, Trossard yeah. in, in the squad, and we saw it now in the game against Everton. Um, I think Martinelli played. Was it fifty-nine minutes? Or, or <laughs> yeah. just sixty. And then Trossard came on. So, yeah, that will be something that we'll see more often. And uh, maybe Trossard could even start in one of the games. So I think, yeah, it's it's, it's a risk. Uh, from my side, I think I will stick with him, with Martinelli for this game week, as I don't like to take a minus four for it. Um, I mean, some of the underlying numbers are not too bad. So I, I still prefer to see how it plays out for this game week. You know, I might regret it, but... I think I'll, I'll, I'll stick to it now um, and uh, I'll reevaluate again afterwards. 
Um, still on Arsenal, you mentioned also Niketia. He has been looking really good, I think both in terms of eye test, but also in terms of uh, his, his underlying data. Uh, but yeah, there is that risk of uh, Jesus uh, returning at some moment. <laughs> I mean, there is no... <laughs> he will return for sure, so it's not a risk. It is just a risk <laughs> that he could return maybe a bit sooner than some people expected. Um, an FPL Sisyphus, I think again, if I pronounce that correctly, is asking if it's still worth going for a Neketia at the moment and even at a hit. So what do you think of that? That's... Uh... Difficult question. Um, so we really don't know when Jesus will be no. back, right? Yeah, that's so, the point. Huh? No. Yeah, in prediction models, in reviews model, for example, Niketia's minutes are well, more or less is okay until game week twenty-seven. So you will have four game weeks. He's relatively safe-ish. I see that uh, Jesus is assumed to have like. 12 uh, minutes, uh, 12 expected minutes in game week 26. So there's some kind okay. of a chance. But then yeah. after game week 28, Jesus's expected minute is around 54. So that's probably when the models are predicting that Jesus yeah. will be back. So does he work minus four? He might because his EV for this game week is pretty solid, 9.2. And his EV for game week 25 is also around that value, 9.2, uh, where they double. And for the single game weeks, 24 and 26, they are playing Aston Villa and uh, Bournemouth. Mm -hmm. And his EV is still solid, 4.5 and 5.2. I mean, for his price, he's yep. he has really good EV. So, yep. again, uh, it's something probably you need to check for your team if you have any other concerns in your team for a hit <laughs> i really don't know it is well it's in the gray zone but maybe yeah. yeah and i guess if you want to do it you should probably do it now because then you have double yeah. game week 23 and you yeah, have double yeah, exactly. game week 25 so you can benefit from the two double game weeks mm -hmm. and yeah still on this topic so some of us managers, we have White in defense. I think, as you just mentioned, it might be better to focus on the Arsenal attack. Mm -hmm. So you might have to then sell White to free up a spot. And that's the situation where uh, Akrami7 is in. Mm -hmm. And he's asking if that makes sense. So does it make sense to sell White um in order to make space for example for enketia uh, well they have around 5.8 ev difference when i was answering the question over six game weeks and mm. so and around seven ev i think over like nine game week game week of time uh niketia has significant difference in close game weeks uh where they uh double yeah. So, again, this is also a little bit gray zone, in my opinion. But compared to the last question, this one, I'm kind of leaning towards no. But, yeah, mm -hmm. again, EV difference might be enough for you to justify it if you don't have any other concerns. I mean, 
So the Nikethia's EV is really, really good. So that's yeah. that's a fact. And if you don't want to miss it, yes, you, you need to sell white and then buy Nikethia. Yeah. But it means you are spending two free transfers, yeah. which is, again, I mean, uh, might be used better somewhere else. That's probably what models would say if you just optimize using either my Python solver or if you use an automated like browser tool like FBI reviews. Probably you will see this move, but it will be listed as, I don't know, like fifth or sixth best move. So there is probably another player you can upgrade in your team. But yeah. assuming that the rest of the team is like perfect, right. then yes, it's, a, it's yeah. a good move. Okay, got it. Thanks. Yeah, it was quite interesting this week to see that we received a lot of questions about Arsenal as we just uh, covered mm -hmm. those, but actually none about City. Um, so I don't know, maybe people are getting finally really fed up with Pep and uh, his roulette and just gave up on it. Um, but I guess at the same time, many people still want to have three city assets in their team for the upcoming double game week. So let's look at those options as well. And, you know, considering that we all have Haaland, uh, I think we can narrow it down and just look at the other two options. Um, and, well, I think one way to look at it probably is by looking at the optimal team, which you previously talked about. Um, but I was just doing that again, and I saw that in, in the first team you mentioned, it actually only included Haaland, so just one City player. And, and then in the second one, you had Haaland and KDB, so only two players. So it looks like Triple City might not be essential at the moment. How do you how do you think about it? Yeah, I think in both teams we also have Ederson, so uh, oh, actually, right. two and three. Yeah. But yes, you're, you're right. right. I mean, in terms of the outfield, I didn't look at the goalkeeper. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So either two but, or three. But right. you're right in the sense that in the second team where it was allowed to make transfers, it had KDB the first week, but then he, it was selling it for Salah, so that yeah. essentially you stay with two <laughs> city right. players. Um, yeah. Well. You're right. I mean, models, I mean, people are <laughs> fed up with the pep roulette and also models mm. are not really sure. I'm checking FBI reviews projections for the next nine game weeks and yeah. Holland is clearly ahead of everyone. That's a given. Okay. Then yeah. we have KDB. Um, his minutes are also pretty good. Yeah. Then we have Ederson. Uh, whose minutes are almost guaranteed and his EV is pretty good and well, he's not getting any clean sheets, uh, obviously. <laughs> just Otherwise, I will be inside <laughs> top one million. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then the best player in terms of total EV is Mahrez, whose minutes are a question mark. Like I'm right. checking his minutes, like 57 for next game week. I mean, two game okay. week uh, average. And then 56, yeah. 58. I mean, it's really low for a player you want to have in your team i mean if you assume that yeah. he will play his ev is very significant and then we have yeah. ake as the yeah. fifth best city option and his minutes are also like fine for short term but long term it just yeah. goes down the drain so again as you mentioned pep roulette is affecting all of these assets we don't know which city assets are good to have uh, projection, projected points are low because of uh, uncertain, uncertain minutes. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I mean that's essentially why models are not uh, preferring them. If you yeah. set your own expected minutes, if you say that okay, I think Mahrez will play, then he yeah. will probably appear in the optimal team. Yes, but yeah. not at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I I think I will have just two players actually. I have uh, Mahrez and I have Haaland, and I was thinking to still get Akanji, but I'm not sure if it's worth it. So I might just have two. Yeah. But uh yeah, and I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay, well, uh let's look um as a final question at some of the attacking options. Um FPL Apollo was asking who the best options are after Haaland and Niketia. Mm -hmm. So I think he's already assuming that Niketia is part of the best options. Or yeah. maybe he owns him and he's just looking for the best third option. So what can you recommend in this kind of situation? So yeah, so Haaland and Niketia have the highest projected points okay. uh, in short term, in six game week. Um, yeah. Then we have Kane, Darwin, Calvert-Levin, Mitrovic and Watkins. Right. Uh, if if we just sort them by expected value, I also shared a visualization about it, so you can see yeah. even the difference between you know other options. Uh, the yeah. other options are a little bit behind uh, of these two. I mean, Holland and Niketia has really good projected points. The rest is just mainly behind. Uh, like even Kane as a premium asset. I mean, below Niketia, obviously double game weeks are affecting a lot. Um, so in both plans above, I think we had two main forwards playing this game week. So, yeah, so the, the remaining forward options are not that good, okay. but yeah, I think, do you have any, any idea about, well, uh, now you have, well, Nanto, but... you know, I'm quite happy with Nanto. I mean, I, I brought him in last week for the double. He's really cheap and he looks really good. Also tonight again, he looked really good. So mm -hmm. quite happy with that as just a cheap third player who I can play whenever it's needed. And the other one, yeah, Carver Lewin is interesting. I mean, maybe we're a little bit too, uh, hard to say, uh, too optimistic after one good performance of Everton. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just I think you know I wouldn't go for him right away. But it's, I think someone to keep an eye on to see if the the Sean Dyke event, effect will will go on. And you know we know what Calvert Lewin can do uh, from from previous seasons. So mm -hmm. uh, I think Everton also have some de decent fixtures coming up. So uh, yeah, that could be another player to to keep an eye on. Yeah, and of course Darwin Nguyen, uh, sorry, Darwin Nunez. We saw again in the last game uh, that he had uh, a good XG. He had some good chances. He missed them, so that's a bit mm -hmm. the story of the season now for him. Yeah. But we keep saying that when uh, you know, as soon as he scores his first uh, goal or his first two goals, let's say <laughs> that the rest might follow. So <laughs> I yeah. think, uh, yeah, another one to keep an eye on. Yeah. But for now, yeah, I'm, I currently have two premiums. I have uh, Haaland and Kane. And mm -hmm. yeah, I'm quite happy with that. I think I'll just stick to it. 
All right, so I think that covers the main topics for today. We covered double game week 23 and also blank game week 25, which, as we mentioned, now turned into actually a double game week 25. Mm -hmm. So things can change quite fast. Anything you still wanted to add, Sir Dub? No, I think that was all. I mean, congratulations for the great game week and passing me, but just know that (laughs) I will pass you soon. So just enjoy the moment. Let's see. You still have your triple captain. <laughs> you still use it to catch up. Well, my but, triple you know, captain. Well, I'm my happy with the points that I got. Probably I blank. Good, I think it was a good decision. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good decision too. Good. Well, well played. Thank you. Well, I wasn't the only one, by the way. Yeah, there were more people who played it, but still quite happy with that all right so um yeah let me just thank everyone again for tuning in to our podcast um good luck with making your decisions this week it's it's not easy um the deadline is on saturday i saw on twitter that some managers actually forgot about it last week because it was on a friday uh so that's something we don't have to worry about too much this week as it's on a normal saturday uh afternoon ish We will be back with another episode next week. You can subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is out. And while you're there, it would also be great if you could leave a review too. You can also find us on Twitter. For Sirtop, it's at SirtopBilal. And for me, it's at BelfiBB. We hope your arrows will be green. Talk to you again next time. Bye-bye.